Welcome everyone to episode 28 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, as this is available everywhere that podcasts are available, this is where I sit down and I discuss my life and Lego and anything else that was on my mind from the last week. In this episode, I don't know whether to start you guys off with the good news or the bad news. I guess we'll go with the bad news first. Last episode, episode 27 of Missing Pieces, we only had 467 likes on it. And many of you know that have been following along that I made a rule that we need 800 likes to get Mrs. Brickitect on the show. In fact, she's been ready to come on the show for weeks now, but I made this rule and I'm a man of my word and I'm sticking with it. 800 likes to make it happen. If you guys really want her on the show, that's how we need to do it. I don't know why I did this. It's kind of just a fun thing. I thought it would be like a, I thought it'd be a nice challenge and 800 likes seems totally unattainable. So I was like, you're probably never going to have to come on. I would like to see it happen though, and uh, she's actually going to be with me today. If you guys want to catch her on a live stream, if you're watching this like immediately when it comes out, we're going to be live streaming this afternoon on Brickitech Live, where we're about to hit 10,000 subscribers. It'd be pretty cool if it all happened at the same time. But she's coming on with me, and she's gonna we're gonna be building this set up here. This is sent to us by Pops. Pops, I know you're probably listening to this beautiful retro set, vintage set from 1990. This is Forestman's Crossing with a little bit of dust on top of it. There's some ASMR for you guys. <laughs> we're already building that up today so you will get some mrs brickitect in your life and maybe that's where we can get the push to get this podcast up to where it needs to get to speaking of getting this podcast where it needs to get to the good news we're moving up in the world baby i want to show you guys something here for those of you that are watching this we're now in the number two spot in the missing pieces category uh back when i made this podcast i never i didn't do any research on how many podcasts may actually be titled Missing Pieces? It turns out when I made mine, there were already three other ones. And uh, as a result on Apple Podcasts, where you can listen to this, by the way, also on Spotify is the other place that people listen to this. I was always in that number four slot that was down there. And somehow over the last week, we moved up to number two. And I feel really good about that. I definitely want to get up to number one, which is currently held by Missing Pieces from Fox 5 DC. So I'm in competition right now with... Uh, Fox out of Washington, D.C., and if I can beat them, I feel like we're we're going to be able to take this to the next level. Their last podcast was published in 2019 in November, so I think with our consistency here, and that's the advice I give you guys all the time, be consistent, show up, do your thing. Even if you don't think it's going to be great, good, or even marginally okay, just show up and, and be there, and trust me, over time, you will get there. I'm 28 episodes into this podcast, and it's nowhere near what I think it will eventually be someday. So keep that in mind. I also want to read a review that we got in here. We're at 91 ratings, which is fantastic. And if I can figure out how to get into these, they're right here. All five stars, by the way. Uh, this is from Greg's Gardening Tips, which we're going to talk about a little bit here later in this episode. Uh, but this review, I, it really, I thought was really nice. It's uh, <sighs> Moderately insulting, not really though. I mean, it's it's truthful. Uh, it's called Iconic Family Man is the title of this. And the review states that, I find podcasts just as quite honestly stupid as the next guy. But it's in Greg's unashamed semi-illiteracy in the world of Lego that makes him relatable. Never was hooked to any Lego collector from the internet, but it's Greg's identity as an ordinary guy who finds more excitement in raising a family than buying a new Lego set that ironically engages A-Falls more than others can. I binged every episode in three days while building Lego and uh, came here to drop five stars to conclude my listening marathon. I just hope he cries less because he nearly got me one time. And I thought that was that was a fantastic review. It's uh, unfortunate that I'm considered uh, semi-illiterate in the world of Lego, but I'd have to agree with that. And I don't make any 
I don't make any false claims that I'm a Lego expert. Far from it. I'm just a guy that wants to share his Lego collecting journey with his son. And I, I find that I'm never going to be a Lego expert. I'm never going to be able to tell you what everything is and when the last time this thing appeared or whatever the Lego nerds are doing these days. But what I can do is authentically share who I am with you. And if, if that's the one thing that I do well, I'm very proud of that. So thank you for that that rating and review. I, I, I think that's fantastic. And it really warms my heart to see that. Uh, speaking of warming my heart, we had so much viewer feedback in the last episode. I just started copying and pasting them over here to share with you. And I'm trying to decide, and you guys can let me know in the comments of this video. Do you want me to do viewer feedback on the previous episode at the top of the show where we kind of like recap the last episode and I go into that? Or would you like me to save that for the end? I'm kind of leading towards, and we're going to experiment with here. I'm kind of leading towards sharing it at the end because I feel like most people probably come in for uh, whatever I'm talking about this week. And then uh, I don't want to bog that down with maybe like 10 minutes or maybe more potentially of comments from the previous week. I don't know though, because I, I feel like it'd be a good flow, especially for, this is kind of the counterpoint. I feel like it'd be a good flow for someone that just came off the last episode, like Greg's gardening tips here. And he's like, oh, now I get to hear what people left as comments, especially as an audio thing. Cause you can't read them on Apple podcasts. I get to hear what people said about that last episode. And now after we're finished that we can get into the new episode. I don't know what to do. It's either catering to the, the people that are, are like binging them and are here every week or catering to the people that may find this and want to listen to an episode for the first time. I, this, this week we'll try doing it at the end because again, there was a ton of feedback. It almost got me to the point where I'm considering making a, a midweek podcast where I just discuss your comments. Like uh, I don't want to call it a reaction video, but like, uh, I don't know, like a, like a follow-up. So there'd be like an episode every Sunday, an episode every Wednesday, and maybe some of you guys would like that. I saw several comments begging me to make more of this type of content, and uh, one person said that they listened to these, uh, I think, 10 times a week before I put out a new one, which that's the level of dedication that I would uh, have never imagined. Uh, but we'll go into uh, this week's episode, and if you stick around to the end, we'll give you some feedback on the last week's episode where I talked about feeling like an old man uh, even though I feel, I'm not feeling like an old man, I feel like a young man, but I'm an older man that's really into just uh, almost like a, a, a the kid's life, I guess, or, or whatever. And uh, there was a lot of support behind that, and I was excited to see that. But before we get into that, and we also got some great ideas for some new series here that I'd like to pitch to you guys as well. Uh, before we get into that, let's talk about this week and my life Lego and anything else that was on my mind, starting with my uh, boring week. Boring week, but why I really loved it is how I have it on my outline here. Somewhat boring week for me, but why I'm loving it. You guys all know that we've been uh, hitting the keyword with the Chima, if you know what I'm talking about. And uh, I've been just in my studio here, and I, I started this thing called Sort Life, which is uh, something we've talked about here before. And what Sort Life is, is I have this 64-pound thing of Lego, like a bin of Lego that I got at a yard sale two years ago, or more, more likely than that, my father-in-law found me. And it's been sitting on the floor of my old studio. I moved that 64-pound bin of Lego to my new studio where it sits on the floor here as well. And I decided, I was in the process of cleaning up my studio, which uh, took a terrible turn for the worst during mail time, and I still need to clean up, clean up from that. I've thought about introducing missing pieces as messy pieces because that's kind of what I feel like here. But I decided enough was enough, and it was time to sort that. Uh, so I, I took time off of my cleaning process and organizing process, which was going really well. And maybe mistakenly, I decided to start sorting that, uh, which I've been doing for a solid three days now uh, through 
well, while I'm live streaming, which is the part of this that makes it uh, why I'm loving it. And why I'm loving it is because every day I'm doing podcasts, or not podcasts, live streams. I've got podcasts in the brain here, guys. I'm doing live streams with my friends. Uh, we do these group streams every day at like one o'clock Eastern on Brickatech Live. Subscribe, come over. We'd love to have you there, especially if you're in the in the chat. And every day we just we just kind of all hang out as as Lego enthusiasts, or in my case, a semi-illiterate uh, Lego fan that enjoys sharing his experience with his son. And we just talk about whatever. We razz each other as a group. We have a lot of fun with the people in the chat. It's it's awesome. I absolutely love it. It's something that I've I've made a pledge to do daily until uh, Chima is cured, which is going to be very difficult to do. But so far, I think I'm I've now done this. Today will be the twenty um, second day that I've been doing this, I believe, every single day, live streaming for at least an hour, two hours, sometimes longer. And it hasn't gotten old for me. There was a time when I was like, I should probably end this. Like, this has kind of run its course. That was a week ago. But I, with, with some encouragement, I I stuck with it. And every day that I do it, I just have a blast. And it's so fun. Like, in, in, a, in a space where most of us are, are um, secluded and not interacting nearly as much as we used to in, the, in our previous life pre-Chima, I'm actually being more social than I've ever been. And I really like as an introvert, I get so much energy from like being in here and doing my thing, but to have the ability to have like some friends with me and to like get my, get that out of my system and stuff is, it's fantastic. And it's crazy. The number of people that are with us on these, like I've never seen numbers like this on brick tech live. Like it used to be, I remember like 50, 60 people used to be in our streams. And I thought that was really good because it was, it was higher than what I typically see on streams. Uh, but lately we've been averaging like, 160 people, 180 people every minute of every stream. And it's like, dang, there's people that want to watch this. And it's not like we're doing anything interesting. Even when I'm sorting, I don't even really have the camera on the sort that I'm doing. It's just kind of like my face and you got five other people here and stuff. And I've, uh, I've kind of considered bringing on other like fans too, to like chat with me and us and maybe meet some new cool people from the community and just have a great time with it, uh, which is exactly what we've been doing. And I, as far as I can see into the future, I plan to continue doing this every day. Um, the live streaming bug has bit me hard. Um, and I, I'd say I'm probably more, more obsessed with it now than I was in 2018 in January when I found it and just went all in, man. I absolutely love it. I love it so much. And I don't know what it is. There's something special about just having the ability to, to come into my studio here with, with not even, I don't even need a camera and a microphone. I can literally just do this right off my laptop, which is what I've been doing lately. And to broadcast to the world and for whoever wants to watch it and to find that there's people there that do want to see whatever you have to offer is really, really cool. And I, I don't know. I just, it, it's, it's something special and it's in a, what is, I think a pretty terrible time that we're going through right now. My memory of this time hopefully in the long run is going to be of the times that I had with my friends and the sets that we've built and the good times that we had. And maybe I can come out of this with a positive experience. And maybe if you're, you know, maybe depressed or, or, uh, having a rough time with all this, maybe you're at home by yourself and you've been building Lego and you're going crazy. Come by our streams, hang out with us. It's a good time. And, and like I said, it's a very interactive experience. And, and, uh, I think, I think hopefully a lot of other people are having just as much fun as I'm having with it. So that was, that's been what I've been doing this week. Uh, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's, it's, uh, definitely not the most financially profitable thing to do live streams, but I don't care. I want to do what I love to do. And that's right now what I love to do. So I'm, I'm okay. Maybe sacrificing the time that I could produce a, a video that does 
potentially pretty well, or maybe not, uh, to do that. And yeah, I'm just, I just thought I'd share that here. And I'll probably have the same story for next week until I get to that one week where I'm just like, guys, I'm burnt out on live streams. I can't do this anymore. I think I'm done. But that's, that's not going to happen anytime soon. Another thing I want to talk about this week is we had a, a certain Lego set that was, that was released and revealed. Let's talk about the one that was released, Pirate Bay. Specifically, Pirates of Barracuda Bay. A set that uh, when Greg did a video on, is he buying it? He said, yes. I was going to buy it right when it came out. I was really close to buying it right when it came out. But then I saw the promos. And I'm thinking, this is a $200 set. And the promos are the same exact promos that the Easter Bunny is bringing Clark. Or at the time was. I think they're sold out now, most likely. And I started thinking, like, okay, if I'm going to drop 200 bucks with Lego, maybe it would benefit me to wait a little bit until they have a good promo that they're running out there. Because... I don't typically, I don't spend a lot of money on Lego. Well, actually, I probably do. I think on April 15th, tax day or whatever it is, I'm going to make a video showing how much money I spent last year on Lego. I think that'll be fascinating for people because I have a detailed record of everything I bought and what I spent on it. And it was a lot. But you guys know me. I'm trying not, I try to be frugal when it comes to Lego purchasing and stuff. And I feel like if I'm going to make a $200 purchase, I feel like I should wait until Lego's doing something really cool as a promo because I don't need to have Pirate Bay the day it comes out. I'm not just like Greg's gardening tips there said, I'm not the guy that's rushing out to do a review to be the first guy that does it and share it with the world. No, I'm just, I'm just doing this on my own time. And besides, even if I got it the same day as everyone else, I wouldn't have it, have it built for probably like a week anyway, maybe more. Uh, so I'm going to bet on the fact that Lego is going to want to keep making sales during maybe some downtimes that we're going to be experiencing here. Thanks to Chima. And I think they're going to be kicking out some good promos and maybe some double VIP and all that fun stuff as we go forward. And I think it pays just to kind of sit on this and wait. Um, if you are a person that hasn't bought it yet and you, I just reminded you like, oh yeah, I need to pick that up. I'm pretty sure that it's like, I don't know if it's back ordered, but the shipping process with Lego right now, from what I've heard in the streams, is taking a good amount of time. I'm thinking weeks behind as, as far as I know. So why don't you wait with me? <laughs> well, I'll let you know the second that a good promo comes up and we'll do a video on it and I'll I'll tell you that I'm buying Pirate Bay. But again, I think it's a gorgeous set. I don't know if I talked about it last week on this episode, but it really harkens back to the old days of Lego and what I remember as a kid. I never had an epic pirate ship like that uh, due to lack of funds. But now that I'm an adult, nothing can stop me. In fact, that's something I'd like to talk about. We talked a little bit about that last week as far as being an adult and being a kid or feeling like being an adult and feeling like a kid. And it's I would never want to go back to being a kid because as a kid, you're constrained. And I hope if you're a kid watching this, this doesn't offend you because apparently I saw a few comments or just one comment last week in Missing Pieces that I said something very, very minor that I think offended no one, but this one person was super triggered by it. And uh, basically it changed their entire opinion of me. I won't go too far into that because I don't want to feed into it, but it was, it was a little ridiculous. But you have to think about everyone's feelings and you have to be like, you have to be there and that kind of goes against me being super authentic, and I try to walk that fine line between grossly offending people and being grossly honest. Um, but what I love about being an adult is the fact that you really can do whatever you want. Like, as a kid, you want to eat candy all day. As an adult, you go to the store, you can eat candy all day. I mean, there's going to be consequences of that. Uh, you want to play video games 16 hours a day? Go ahead. You want to eat pizza every single night? Go ahead. You want to eat ice cream every night? Go ahead. I mean, again, consequences. You're going to end up, you know, 500 pounds and probably have diabetes and die early. But it is your choice. And um, hopefully as an adult, you, you tend to make better choices than that. But it is nice having that freedom. Like, I could leave my house right now. Well, <laughs> 
that's debatable at this point. I was going to say I could leave my house right now and go buy a Lego set and come home and build it, which would have been like a, a dream as a kid. But now you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Sorry, kids. Uh, hopefully when you grow up, you can you can live that life. Just know that know that things get better. If you're going through a rough spot right now or maybe things aren't good with your family or whatever the case is, eventually you're going to be in control of every every aspect of your life and you can decide and make decisions that, that you think uh, are, are in your best interest, whether they really are or not. So s- stay positive and uh, and hold on to that. But regardless, Pirate Bay is is a hold for me right now. I am still buying it. I didn't lie in my video. Uh, Bricktech is buying it. I just I just think it's smart. And you guys can let me know what you think. Uh, if, if you waited, maybe you were so pumped on it that you bought it right away. And maybe you don't care about a little $20 promo or whatever. I think it would have been fantastic if they dropped a little, just a little like dingy pirate ship in there with a, with a couple minifigs and maybe a monkey or something like that. Would have been really special. And that probably would have been enough for me to get it. These Lego promos, they suck me in, man. And um, it's hard to it's hard to resist. So Lego, if you're listening, and I know you, I want to say I know you're not, but you never know. Give us those those brick built promos, anything that's an actual set or bag of, of bricks that you can turn into something. I'm down, man. I'm in. Uh, but that takes us speaking of Lego, uh, listening. This is a perfect segue to our next topic here. And, uh, I think our main topic, the 501st battle pack boys, I wasn't a part of, of this movement by any means. Um, I, I, I'm not going to take credit for this. Like I see some other videos doing like we did it five overs battle back. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was Ryan that did that. Maybe you were a supporter of it. And I'm, there were a lot of supporters of this, but the five over first battle pack is a thing. I'll give you some backstory. One of my friends, MNR productions, one of the best Lego channels on the YouTubes as it's known by Greg's gardening tips. He got in his mind that he wanted Lego to make a 501st battle pack, which is this, it's a clone trooper star Wars thing. If you're not down with that, it's, it's a star Wars battle pack. And he's wanted this and was very passionate about it. And he made a video about it nearly two years ago, talking about why he wanted this and how people should get behind it. And because he was so passionate about it and because of the power of YouTube and building an audience of other passionate, like-minded people, he was able to essentially start a movement where no matter what Lego did, people were commenting that they wanted a 501st battle pack. This was, it was like a, uh, it was a revolution. It was an army that he built. He didn't build a clone army. He built an army of real people that went out and fought for this thing. And this week Lego announced that they are making a 501st battle pack. And I was just blown away. I was started a live stream or I was scheduling a live stream and I'm just chatting with the people before we started it on, I think it was Wednesday, the day it was, it was released or, or revealed, I should say has been released yet. And people are like, Hey Greg, this is April 2nd. Greg, did you see the 501st battle pack? Did you see the news? And I'm like, yeah, right. Uh, I was, I'm more interested in the Porg battle pack. Cause I thought they were messing with me. What I honestly thought was that these were some kids that got fooled by an April fool's prank the day before. And now they're telling me the news, like they made a 501st battle pack. I'm like, Psh. so I messaged Ryan and I'm like, what's this, what's this talk of 501st? And he's like, they did it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, they did it. And he's talked about how they messaged him the day before. And he thought it was an April fool's prank because they were like, we're, we're ta- we're going to reveal this thing tomorrow. We wanted to let you know. And, uh, it was actually real. So I congratulated him on his victory. It, it was amazing. Like I'm so proud of 
somebody that's passionate for something and can have an influence. Like he essentially changed the course of Lego history, not in a, like a major way. Like it's not like they, like if I was like, I really want Lego castle to come back. And they were like, listen, Greg, we heard your pleas. Here's Lego castle again. But they, he did make them make a Lego set that they may not have made. Otherwise there are some haters out there, maybe not so much haters, but, uh, there's some doubters that say that, well, Lego already had this in the works and it takes much longer than a year and nine months or whatever he's been fighting for this to actually make one of these sets and bring it to life. And that's totally possible. But on their tweet, they said that you asked and we delivered or whatever their, their phrasing was on that. And that to me is enough to say that this had some impact. And I praise Lego. I don't just, you know, I'm not just a Ryan fanboy here. I'm also a Lego fanboy that says, how cool is that that you listen to your to your consumers, right? Like I always say, if I had a business where I was selling whatever it is, you know, I'm selling uh, I'm selling mice from Apple, and people are like, I really want I want this thing. You don't make this yet, but I really want this thing. Why would you not, as a company, be like, yeah, guys, we should probably make this thing that all these people want. They like they want to give us their money. Let's take their money. That's I said the same thing about Lego Nintendo. It's like. Lego wants to make money. Nintendo wants to make money. You guys come together. You're going to make a lot of money. So why not make it happen? I wish Lego would do more of this. There's so many licenses, so many things out there. I know they can only make so many things per year, but it would be really fantastic if Lego actually did what, what the fans want. And this is a pure example of that. And it really, it really gives me a lot of confidence in Lego as a company. Like I think they, they have fantastic customer service. I think their products are great. The quality's amazing. The fact that they did this is, is just remarkable. The only thing, the only thing I would take away from Lego is the VIP system. You had something that worked and then you, you, you you crippled it in order to kind of screw over the consumer. And that to me, I, I have a problem with, but it's still there. You can still use it. It's just slightly less, um, consumer friendly or customer friendly. And I, I do take points away for that, but outside of that, they're doing a fantastic job. So 501st battle pack is a thing. Ryan is stoked. I was so excited to see his, his excitement on it. And then I saw the flood of videos that followed thereafter where everybody and their sister were making a 501st video that day. Uh, it was, it was everywhere, which is cool because I think a lot of people are excited about this in the same way that I was congratulating Ryan in this episode. I think a lot of other people were excited to do that as well and kind of like be a part of, of this. Uh, so that night I was outside fixing my fence out there because I have a number of chickens that are trying to get out and apparently they don't like the safety of my backyard, which is like a full acre of fenced in yard. <laughs> they decide that they need to leave. So, uh. I was out there fixing my fence and I was debating. It was actually, I wish I would have filmed that night. And I thought about this as I was doing it. Let me paint a picture for you folks. It was a, it was a beautiful spring evening. The sun was just setting and it was casting that glow that, that the golden hour glow that you, you, you love to see in movies and things and photographs. And the wind was, was breezy out there and it just felt like a moment. Roxy was out there with me and she's walking around and you know, she comes over to me and I give her a nice pet. And I was just like really loving this moment. But then shortly thereafter, I started thinking, (laughs) I don't know why I had to share that with you the way that I did, but hopefully you got to go to that space for just a moment. I started thinking about, should I make a video about this? 
and initially my mind went to, I can't just make a video like everyone else. I think that's, that's kind of boring. Um, what if I made a video where I acted like I knew nothing about the 501st Battle Pack and tried to figure out why people wanted this? And I kind of sat on that and I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't because, you know, it's, it's kind of silly. Next morning, I was in the shower though. This is Friday morning. And I started think, thinking about doing this again. And I, I decided that maybe the funny thing would do would be to come up with a character and uh, have that character say that he he like obviously doesn't know anything about this and say why the set's terrible or why it sucks or why it's bad. Not only just to, to have some fun, but also to kind of get the Star Wars people riled up because of course every one of the videos prior to this is like, why, why God gifted us the 501st Battle Pack? Why is this the greatest set that's ever been made and all this stuff? And I thought, what if someone made a video why it was terrible? And I actually gave Ryan this idea. I thought that'd be kind of funny for him to do that where they announce it and then immediately he's like, I think this set's terrible and, and, and is, is crap. And it, people would just be so deflated and it could have been like a joke, but I can see why it would have been in his best interest not to do that. So I decided I was going to do it. And I came downstairs here is Greg's Gardening Tips, who is this, uh, I guess... Um, kind of bitter middle-aged guy that typically does gardening videos, but then he got his coffee and came down to to turn on the YouTubes, and he saw all these 501st videos, and then went to www.starwars.com to find out what all the hubbub's about, and uh, he comes to find out that uh, the set's actually not good, and he's he's watched all 14 of the Star Wars movies, even though there's not that many, and uh, has never seen a blue stormtrooper, doesn't like blue stormtroopers, hated on the walker because it looked like one of his meat chickens that he's growing outside, so there's some like, there's some basis in reality for this character, but it's also like completely fabricated. I shared that video um, as as a spoof, very much like my kicked off bricks and bits video. Only this was very blatant. I even had like the Greg's gardening tips like uh, intro, which was like super janky, and I had outro like with showing my garden and like some really crappy music and stuff. And uh, my audience got it; they thought it was hilarious. And then Ryan shared it with his six year old army that he has on his channel, and. <laughs> Lots of people came over to watch it because, of course, they're triggered. And I got so many people. Like, a lot of people loved it. Like, I got a lot of people saying it's hilarious. But there are so many people that were kids, I'm assuming, that were like, you don't know what a clone trooper is. You've never seen Star Wars Episode Three. It's like, oh, my God, it's a joke. Like, how could you not? How could you not? It was something. I had fun with it, though. And it got me thinking. This is kind of where I want to talk about this episode or where I want to take this episode. I think the Lego YouTube community needs some characters. Obviously I don't subscribe to every channel. I don't know everything that exists out here, but I look around and I don't see anyone that's interesting. And I, I mean that, I mean that in like a interesting and like a, a unique way, like Greg's gardening tips who comes down here as a, as a Southerner and tells you why your set sucks. And I thought about doing all Lego news as that character, because I feel like, People, people want to be entertained. There's no entertainers in the Lego space as far as I can see. And if there is anyone, maybe we should do a, a, a response video to this. If you know anyone that's entertaining in the Lego space, let me know because I'm always looking for new channels to watch. But everyone, I think, in the Lego space, they all want to be informers. They want to, be, they want to tell you the news. They want to be very, very basic, very, very, uh, um, I don't want to say surgical, but very like, um, the word's not coming to me. Sterile. Sterile is the perfect word. So many of these YouTube channels, these Lego YouTube channels, they're just sterile. They want to give you like, they don't want to make, there's no humor. That's why I do my 
is Brick Tech buying it series? I say I put the personality into the Lego news you watch because there is no personality in the Lego space. There's some people that I love to watch. Like Ryan, I think, is one of the most charismatic Lego people that I've watched. I, of course, like watching Brickzar because he puts his personality in the videos, and I honestly watch him talk about anything. But so many people, and I don't know if this is just because it's the way it's always been done or because that's what's successful, but people just want to have their white background reviews and tell you all about the Lego set and why it's good or bad and how many pieces it has and when the last time we saw this element and how many minifigs it has and it has two faces. We need some characters in the Lego space, and I think I'm going to be the person that saves the Lego community from absolute boredom. Because let's be honest, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest here, and again, you could hate on me for this, you could say I have a huge ego, you could say that I, I obviously don't know anything, but I feel like the Lego YouTube space is a pretty boring place to be. And I would love to see a person that gets into character and talks about Lego news. I mean, the closest thing that we have to somebody that really does this well, I think, is Ganache Bricks. I like Ganache Bricks better than Jang Bricks' videos, because it's just like, it's like weird and it's purposely weird, and it's like off the wall, and weird. The edits are are, are god awful, but it's purposeful, and I like that. And I, I think I think there needs to be more of that. So I might do a series as Greg's gardening tips talks about Lego news from a from a perspective of not knowing anything about Lego as a semi actually fully illiterate Lego enthusiast, or not even that. He's a gardener, but I might come up with other characters and stuff too, and just just try to do some fun stuff with it. I just think I just think the the world needs something like that, and uh, you know, so it can be like you can watch you can watch your sterile news and get the actual information, and then you can be entertained with some news as well. Let me know what you guys think about that. Maybe you think I'm completely off off base here, saying saying what I said, but it's said, and that's how I feel. I'm gonna be authentic about that. So, Lego community, we need more characters. If you haven't started a Lego channel yet and you think you're, you'd are you be a good, great character or if you want to do exactly what I did with my 501st video, which you can find, it's like two videos before this one maybe, check it out. See what you think about it. It was just a little two-minute thing that I did that was fun and it got people fired up. Again, once, it, once again though, the Lego viewership, I'm assuming younger kids, they can't take a joke. I've made that very evident in, in two videos that I've done where I've tried to, to spoof things or try to rile people up. They just, it, it's impossible for them to comprehend that something isn't, what, what they see in the Lego space, which is absolutely serious. But we'll slowly crack away at that, that shell, and we'll get there. We'll let them know that you don't always have to be serious in, in Lego, and you can actually have some fun. Isn't that the whole idea behind Lego, is to play and have fun? That should be the whole idea behind the Lego YouTube community. It's what I'd like to see. Uh, but if we don't see that, maybe I can be somebody that, that kind of injects that a little bit. And I know a lot of you, the people that are watching this, the people that are watching this episode, you're the ones that got it. You're the people that thought it was fun, funny, hilarious. I have people now asking me about my uh, my juicy rat red tomatoes that I was supposed to show you guys. And I, I'm thinking about making a video where I plant my tomatoes. And like every day before we start our video, we'll show you the tomatoes growing from Greg's Gardening Tips perspective. I thought that would be a blast. Uh, but I just kind of want to throw that out there, see what you guys think. Um, I would love to follow up on this next week and viewer feedback. Um, whether you think that LEGO community is a interesting place to be or if you think like me where you're kind of just looking for somebody to to spice it up a little bit. Get a little spicy with his red, juicy, wrapped tomatoes. Uh, speaking of viewer feedback, let's get into viewer feedback from episode 27, which was titled, How Long Can I Do This? And I was talking about how long can I be a 35-year-old dude, 40-year-old dude, 50-year-old dude, and still live stream Lego builds and 
play video games with teenagers and all this stuff. And again, you guys really hooked me up with a lot of encouragement here. We've got perspectives from all over the board, and I'd like to share those with you here if you'd like to, to stick around for these. Uh, the first one was some encouragement from John, who says, Greg, I'm 56, and I still think the same way I did when I was 35. Never grew up, and I'm fine with that. And I think that's the place where I'd like to be as well. I want to be, I want to be at the place where I'm just like, you know what? I might be 55 years old, but I sure like riding my scooter, you know? And uh, we'll, we'll get to that too. Uh, this is from Jenny. She says, I'm a Peter Pan mama. She's actually a Patreon detector, which if you guys want to join us on Patreon, I had an amazing live stream there Friday night. I, I loved it. And I'd love for you to be a part of our Patreon. $5 a month gets you access to everything that we create over there, basically. Um, you access all of our old videos and live streams that we put up. So if you're one of those people that are desperate for content, you join Patreon for $5 a month, even if you only plan to join for a month, there's a couple months worth of content there that could, that you can sink your teeth into. And we actually had uh, a few new people join us this week too, which I appreciate. Uh, but uh, Jenny says, I'm a Peter Pan mama, never grew up. She says, uh, it will show Clark no matter your age. You can always have fun. Keep riding that scooter. So yeah, I mean... I don't care. I don't care, man. Like I love doing what I do and nobody's going to stop me from doing that. It's, I said this last week and I'll say it again. Don't live your life for other people. Don't try to impress other people because you're just going to live with regrets. And that's what I'm trying not to do. We have another opinion piece here from Jay Smith who says, I'm a middle school teacher myself. I play games and love them. It gives me something to talk about with the kids. There are plenty of older people out there playing, and I agree that you should always be in touch with your inner child. I'm watching because my five-year-old, she means, uh, or means 13-year-old, loves watching your Lego videos and is a bit obsessed with them. Thank you for what you're doing. Well, thank you for watching my videos, and I'm proud of you for, for being who you are. Um, Els Flint says, I've been a secondary school teacher here in the UK for 23 years. we got a lot of teachers watching this episode. This is why Mrs. Brickitech needs to come on. You got you teachers could talk about whatever you teachers talk about, and uh, if she does, if if we by some miracle get 800 likes on this video, I'll do a a post ahead of time where you guys can throw out all your questions you have for Mrs. Brickitech. You can ask her what it's like dealing with a 35 year old child and a five year old child at the same time, or whatever you want to know from her. Uh, uh, but Elle says I've been a middle or secondary school teacher here in the UK for 23 years. I remember the days when I felt down with the kids. I'm now 45. I'm definitely no longer down with the kids. Heh. <laughs> It happens. Yeah, I still feel like I'm down with the kids. We'll see how I feel in 10 years. I'll probably feel like you. I did get confirmation that I'm not a boomer, though, in the last episode, which I felt was great. Here's another perspective. This is from the complete opposite perspective of the people that we've heard from so far. This is from Brickafit, who says, Hey, Greg, I'm 13, so yeah. I don't know if they're actually 13. It says, When you talk about not fitting in with the younger kids, I'm just the opposite of that. I like to hang out with the adults. So I find myself not fitting in with anyone just because when I go to kids, I am more mature than when I'm with adults. They think I'm just a kid that knows nothing. So it's a very bad spot to be in. I feel for you. Oh, I've been called a boomer myself. <laughs> That's funny. When you're a 13 year old boomer, you know, things are bad, but it's maybe you could find a mature 13 year old. I, they're out there. I, I stream with kids that I think are very mature for their age. I've seen some really intelligent kids. I've seen the opposite of that, but they're out there. And uh, I understand where you're at. Just try to find that place we're gonna be. If you ever wanna hang out with me, if you wanna do a live stream, or if you wanna play some games with me, maybe we can kind of mesh together. You're 13, I'm 35. Maybe we can fit right in at like 20 years old or something like that, and we'll we'll make it work. Uh, next comment here is from Cut the Craggle. This is kind of moving on to a new topic that I talked about last week, which was, what's the future of of movies look like? 
where right now movies are being released, which I watched Onward, by the way. Really good movie. If you guys want to watch Onward, it was a movie that was out in theaters just a couple weeks ago. This is kind of a topic that I was going to talk about, but I didn't know if it would really fit into this episode. And we'll get into your comment here in just a second, Cut the Craggle. But uh, Onward is a movie that was out in theaters just a couple weeks ago. Obviously, theaters aren't a thing anymore, at least for now. So Disney put it on Disney Plus for free. So for $7 a month, you join Disney Plus, you get access to all that gorgeous content that's on there, along with a brand new movie that was just down theaters and your whole family can watch it for seven bucks. Pretty amazing. Or you can just join the free trial, I suppose, and watch it in the next two weeks. Um, Disney plus is one of those things that I kind of forgot that I even had. I watched the Mandalorian first half. Don't come at me folks. But then I watched, I started getting back into it here in this last week. I'm like, we saw Disney plus. So we watched onward. I've been watching Darkwing duck. Anybody, anybody out there watch Darkwing or from 1991. <laughs> Stop calling me. How dare you? Um, that was interrupting, but yeah, Onward, great movie. I'm not going to spoil it. I was hoping for a little bit of a different conclusion to it, but I think it ended in a proper way and I think you'll be satisfied with it. So watch that movie. It's a story of, of a kid who lost his father when he was young or before he was born. And it's kind of, it's set in a time of, uh, like ogres and magic and things like that. And they're trying to rekindle their love for magic in order to bring their father back to spend one last day with him. And it, it tugged at my heartstrings a little bit there at the end, uh, but it was it was pretty good. Uh, regarding the the movies though, Cut the Craggle says apart from having to deal with inconsiderate people, I love going to the cinema and I miss arcades. There's something magical about going to a physical place dedicated to an event or experience. As much as I love the convenience of being able to get stuff out of the comfort of my own home, especially in times like this, but going out is also about social interaction. Think of a world where you couldn't go on a date or to the movies or even go out for a meal at the restaurant. It would make me sad if we completely lost these physical places. And I agree. That's kind of what the discussion was last week where what is, what is the future of movies going to look like? It, it, is it going to go the way of the arcade? Like, obviously, like I talked about this last week where arcades existed in a time before consoles existed, where if you wanted to play something, you had to go there to do it. But then when you are able to play at home and you even have the capacity to, to, to play with other people over the internet, there's really no reason for that. And it does suck because what you're saying is, is absolutely true. The idea of being able to go to a place and experience it to get that $14 soda and the $16 bag of popcorn and sit down with your, your, your girlfriend or boyfriend or your, your family is a special experience that you can do at home, but you can't quite replicate like that special moment where you go in there. And it is sad not to have that. So arcades, I feel the same way about and anytime I can find one, I take Clark in, even though it's kind of like goofball-y games, we still try to enjoy it the most that we can. But it really would be a, a, a terrible world where there's no physical places anymore. And I hope it doesn't come to that. I do see a world in the future, and we could probably talk about this at length, where physical touch becomes less of a thing. I think this is going to be on people's minds for a while. So when you used to go to um, anywhere, you meet someone new, and you put your hand out to shake, I don't think that's going to be a thing too much anymore. I think people are going to be more conscious, ca cautious and conscious of where, where their hands are and what they're touching and how close they are to people. I think physical interaction is going to go, go a little bit back towards not having that so much anymore. But again, maybe this will be one of those things that kind of passes by, but like, even now, like you're going to the gas station, you're looking at that pump before you're about to grab the handle and you're like, who touched that thing? I never thought about that before. I never really cared. I wasn't a germaphobe, but I think germaphobes are going to be a thing going forward. But we'll we'll have to see. Chima's a, a crazy thing. 
Um, we have a couple comments here beyond beyond that. I've got some comments on ideas for things we could do here, and I thought I'd run these by you, see if you guys are, are down, if you think it's cool, if you think it's stupid. Uh, the first one is from Imperial Officer 7 who says, Hey, Greg, just curious, since everyone is stuck at home, have you ever thought of making stories for any of your minifigs? I won't say minifigures. I will. Uh, I started to think of making a series of stories on Instagram just to pass the time. I also made a minifigure that I named Greg. Anyways, keep safe. Well, thank you for naming your minifig after me. I hope he's not cursed. But uh, this gave me an idea or, or sparked an idea that I had from a long time ago, which was to bring back Minifig Monday, but to do it in a very interesting way. And I, maybe there's somebody that's doing this. There's any idea that you have, you have to assume that someone else probably already have. But I'd like to put all of my Minifig legs in a, in a bin, put all the torsos in a bin, all the heads in a bin, all the accessories in different bins. And what I'd like to do is a random minifig builder every Monday and kind of make up a story for this person. So we grab a pair of legs out, we grab all the pieces, we put them together on video, and then I give a backstory for this gentleman. Or better yet, oh, this could be really good, make it interactive. The week before, you guys give me the backstory for the future guy that we're about to make. So you'll have no idea what he is or what he looks like. But I'll pick one story at random to share about this dude that I'm about to build. And that could be hilarious. I know you guys are creative and I, I know what your po what your possibilities are and what your capabilities are. And I think that could be a fantastic series. Again, bringing a little bit of entertainment to the Lego space. You could build a minifig, you could show a minifig, you could review a minifig, but what about building a random one and then sharing a, an oddball crazy story? <clears throat> Excuse me. I need some water, I'm dying. We could do like a writing prompts thing where I don't know what the game is, but you have like a story and then you fill in the blanks with various words and that's how we could probably do it. That could be a fantastic series. I'm so thankful for that idea, Imperial Officer. Thank you for that. I have another request for a series here. And you guys, I know you guys are on board with this one. This is from TJ Bricks who says, Hey Greg, just listening to this on Spotify is loved it as usual. I think you should do an episode where it's advice with Greg. Dubious advice with Greg. I could do that. Don't listen to anything that I tell you, but I could give you some advice. So if you guys need any advice in the next episode, I'll answer one advice question in the next episode, assuming I remembered to do it. We should do an advice series. Who knows? Maybe missing pieces could be a whole series of different. Uh, it could be missing pieces could be the the podcast title, but there could be different shows underneath that, or maybe I'll just make whole new podcasts. I don't know. Uh, Lego vlogger says, "Greg, love this channel. I I just feature these comments to boost my." my self-esteem. Thank you for bringing it from the pits of nowhere up to here. So it's definitely the most personal Lego channel on YouTube. Uh, I have some questions for you. Oh, this is about the new iPad. I, I want to talk about this for just a second. Are you going to get the new iPad Pro? You want to get a new iPad when it comes out? In one of the episodes, I discussed that. Um, by the way, please upload more content like missing pieces. Okay. Um, I'm in the market for a new computer. You may hear my computer right now. It sounds like a rocket ship about to take off because it's it's going on it's over five years old now, and I've I've been running this thing into the ground, which is it's fantastic. Best piece of equipment I've ever bought is my 15-inch MacBook Pro from late 2014. I think it's probably time to upgrade. I don't I I'm hesitant to spend the money, especially in these times, but it's it's a tool. It's my most important tool that I own. My my most important piece of equipment of everything that I own. I think it's probably time to upgrade. I'm trying to decide though, not between an, an iPad Pro. I'm trying to decide between a MacBook Pro. And an, and an iMac. I'm thinking that I, the MacBook Pro could be the smart thing for me because then I could transport it and move it around. Because sometimes I don't just want to be stuck in this spot right here editing and stuff. So I think I'm probably going to do it and I'll make a video updating you on that when I do. 
Uh, we take we take from consumerism to this comment, and this one, oh, it got me it got me fired up a little bit from Marcel. I want to make a whole episode on this. He says, please address materialism culture that many Lego YouTubers unknowingly advocate to impressionable young fans, 13 plus obviously, uh, by flaunting their newest Lego splurge and how they have a dozen of one spaceship that would have been money better invested in the savings account. Since you paid off your financial debts, you are the ideal Lego YouTuber to tastefully address this phenomenon. I would love that. In fact, I'd like to make my whole channel a response to that, honestly. Like, what I want to show on this channel, and I talked about this, and it's a part of the sort life that I discussed way earlier in this episode. I want to show kids, 13 and up always, that you don't need a lot of money to enjoy Lego. Of course I do hauls and things like that, but I try to do it on a on a level where I'm getting like free stuff, promos, discounts. But what I'd like to show you is that you don't even need to buy a new set to have fun with Lego. You can take the pieces you have and try to replicate Lego sets that are out right now. Junk builds. I've talked about this. And I think I could be inspiration the, the inspiration that kids need that are counter to that. Of course, everyone loves Lego hauls. And it always shocks me that they're the most viewed videos that sometimes that I do. Like, I can make a video where I literally cut open a cardboard box and show what's inside of it. That will get more views than if I were to take what's inside that cardboard box make this really cool video where we we open it up and build it, do a time lapse of the build, and then review it in a very thorough way, like explaining why we love it, why we don't love it, playing with it, all of that. That video, which to me has so much more value than the than the haul, won't do anywhere near as well as the haul video does. And I don't know why. I guess it's just people love to live that fantasy of like, oh my God, there's a box and there's something in there and it's another box of stuff. Oh, I can't believe you got that thing. And then you go back to your life. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, but it is what it is. It's it's the system. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about that. Again, you can you can respond to any of these things, and I'd love to feature it in the next episode. But your your comment there, I could talk about that at length. I would love to talk about the materialism in Lego, and uh, you know, I think it's my opinion. My short answer to it is probably just that, like we we're talking about earlier, kids would love to be in that position where they can go buy a thousand dollars worth of Lego sets or get a $5,000 haul or whatever, whatever videos you're referencing here. And it's like a fantasy. And it's, it's the same reason people watch like, you know, people that show off their cars or whatever. It's like you, you can escape yourself for a moment and pretend that you're that person. And I understand that. And I think that's, that's fine. But I think there does need to be some balance to the force where maybe there's another guy that's like, Hey, I've got $100 worth of Lego, and I'm going to show you that I can make a whole YouTube channel out of that. Just an idea. Um, next one, I think we'll probably end on this one. This episode's getting a little lengthy, as much as you guys probably like that. The Nerd says, hey, Greg, just hit the like button. I like you, man. I was wondering if you and Clark still do stuff around your yard still. You mentioned not being able to make a lot of vlogs due to the Q word. Uh, I don't vlog, but I definitely enjoyed leaving my house. To substitute that for, that for, now, to substitute for that nowadays... When it's not raining or snowing, I go and walk around my yard or some other activity that I can play out there. I recently purchased a recurve bow, archery, and a target, a hacky sack, and a yo-yo to play with outside so I don't go crazy. But I know you and Clark have RC cars and some other outside toys too. Also, I don't think you should feel weird about playing video games or with Lego. I'm 29 and I don't even have a family of my own yet. Hopefully someday soon though, fingers crossed. Uh, But I still play video games every now and then along with Lego because it helps me relieve stress and puts me in a more positive mindset. I met tons of adults my age on Instagram that lead similar lifestyles. Anyhow, these are my two cents in this episode. Hope you guys stay safe. I thought that was a really awesome comment because 
he's saying like, okay, I love going out. And here's some things that I did to kind of occupy my time. And he's doing stuff actually outside. He's not just sitting in his, his studio sorting stuff like me. He's has, he has a, a bow with a target, a hacky sack, and a yo-yo. And I'm just like, that's cool, man. Like, we're going back to way, the way that things sh- should have probably been. But it also made me feel good that he's he's almost as old as I am and still loving the things that I'm loving. It made me feel like more, more at home and at peace. And speaking of being at home and at peace, I hope this episode made you feel that way as well. I like these episodes to be like almost like you're just sitting down with a friend and talking about whatever you want to talk about. And I feel like these this feedback that we we share here, or I share here, me and my mobile personalities, I feel like it gives us a chance to kind of talk as though this was a live stream. And I can share your some opinions that are other than mine because we're all kind of just set in our ways, it seems, in some cases. And my opinion is just one. And I like to hear opinions from a lot of people. And I feel like you guys do a good job at that. And I'm thankful to have you in this community. I'm thankful to have a, have you a part of these these videos and these podcasts. And it's cool that you get to be to be a part of it. So on that, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, if you have anything you want to talk about next week, whether it's related to this episode or otherwise, I'll be happy to share it here. And on that, hopefully, hopefully find you. I'm going to butcher this one. Hopefully we can find you in the next Missing Pieces.